Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, welcome to the Wine Over Matter podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Steph. Thanks for joining us for another Wine Wednesday where we talk weekly about everything going on in our lives from weight loss, relationships, dating, pop culture, and so much more. Hey, Steph. Hey, how's it going? Happy Wine Wednesday. Good. Happy Wine Wednesday. I'm hanging in there. I am recovering slowly but surely from the craziness that we will be getting into shortly. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we wanted to let you guys know. I know we mentioned last week that we were going to have Courtney on this week, um, but we did have to cancel that or not cancel, but postpone it at the last minute um, for a couple reasons. One of them, Laura will get into, but Apparently there was a tornado warning where Courtney yeah. and her sister are as well. So we're glad they stayed home and are safe too. I saw other like Chicago friends posting the same thing. So I was like, oh my gosh. So <laughs> it hopefully... was so funny when we text her, we were like, we're so sorry to have to postpone. Like she's like, oh, actually this might work out better because there's a tornado warning. And I was a little worried about my sister driving anyways. I'm like, yes, please tell her to stay home. <laughs> yeah. So Long story short, I basically had to um, deal with some car stuff at the last minute, but let's rewind and I'll give you the latest updates with the car. If you follow me on Instagram, yes, you know, I got a car. However, it has not been an easy journey and (laughs) the journey has not fully concluded yet. So um, when you hear this episode on Wednesday, everything will be good to go by then or I'm wanting to pull my hair out. I'm not sure. So, excuse me. Sorry. I'm still trying to get over this lingering cough thing too. So I'm going to try not to cough this whole episode like last time. But so Friday I go to Target and I'm like living my best life because I had been locked up in the house for two weeks. So I was like really looking forward to going to Target and I get a text from a, um, a salesman from a dealership uh, from that I had talked to weeks and weeks prior. And he asked if I was like still interested in getting a Kia EV6. I informed him I was, and then he, um, he said, Oh, well, I actually have one in stock if you're interested. And it's a red one. And I was like, no, I don't want a red car. Like, thank you though. Please keep me on the list. Keep me in mind. And he's like, okay, well, just so you know, I have, um, three others that haven't been claimed yet that are incoming. He's like, I have a, um, a white one on the 23rd. 
I have a, um, a gray one and this gravity blue one. And those will be coming in on like the 13th or something like that. And I was like, okay, well, I, I want the white one. Like, like the white one is what, uh, that was like my top color. So if you can, kind, if you can email me all of the pricing breakdown so that me and Jeff can take a look at it, make sure like, cause he's telling me like all this like fluff on the, in my text message. And I'm like, I want to see it like written down on paper make sure <laughs> what you're telling me makes sense. And so, um, and then how I can put down a deposit if we choose to move forward. Okay. Um, so this is after we've gone back and forth. I'd asked a bunch of questions and stuff. And then he was like, okay, I'll have to send it to you first thing in the morning. I'm already gone for the day. So then first thing in the morning, I get a text and he's like, I'm so sorry. Like somebody already put a deposit on that car by the last night, by the time I got in this morning, like it was no longer. And I'm like, well, had you told me that since the deposit's refundable, like I would have just done the deposit yesterday. So that, so I was like already whatever. And so I was like looking at the other two and I was like, okay, so the other two, I was like, okay, I don't want black, but I actually do kind of like the gravity blue color. So I was like, is that all of the same pricing and everything? And he's like, yes, everything is exactly the same. And I was like, okay. I was like, and let's say, and so I'm thinking I like the color just solely off of seeing it online. Like, right. I've never seen it in person. No. So I'm like, if I come in person on the day it gets there and I'm just like not a hundred percent sold on it, like I'm going to be good to go. And he's like, yes. I was like, okay. And mind you, like at this point, like I'm already having a drink on Saturday. We have like company over, like I'm going back and forth talking to him and trying to like hang out with people. Exactly. (laughs) So I'm like, okay. And so I'm like, okay, let's do this. Like, so I'm like, what do you need? And he's like, I need your ID. I need your credit card, blah, blah, blah. Send everything over. And he's like, okay, you're good to go. We got your deposit. Like fantastic. So at this point now it's Saturday, let's say around two o'clock, three o'clock. I get a text. Great news. Your car has arrived. And I was like, oh my God, serious. Like this is like so exciting. And I'm like, how did he not know it was like going to be there within like the hours? Well, Cause he, I know. And so he says that basically that they just, when they're told the 13th, so that would have been the day we're recording right now, Monday, the 13th. So, um, that's just an estimate, but they could always come sooner or later. So this is like only an hour after I've placed my deposit. He's like, do you want to come right now? And I was like, honestly, I would love to, but was not expecting this to happen today. I have my family here right now and I've had a couple of drinks. So I'm in no like condition to like go and do all this. And so he's like, okay, no problem. I understand. And I was like, when do you get there tomorrow? I'll come right when you get in. And he was like, okay, I'll be there. I'm in at 10 AM. And I was like, all right, we'll see you tomorrow at 10 AM. So now I'm like, oh, I'm now it's like freak out modes happening. I'm like, oh my God, like I have a car payment again. Like, but I'm also like, like, let's have another drink. We're celebrating today. I know. So I'm like super excited. I'm immediately post on like Instagram that like this journey is finally concluding everyone. I am finally getting the car, like blah, blah, blah. And then, um, he texts me and he was like, actually another one that arrived is one of the top gray colors that you liked. I was like, okay. I was like, switch my, switch it to that. Like, that's what I want instead then. 
And then, so now I'm, so now I have gone from getting the gravity blue car to now the gray car. And so I've gone from like not having a car to putting a deposit blue gray. Like everything has been changing, like by the hour, like from noon to like 3 p.m. Oh my gosh. So 3 p.m. I'm like, all right, cool. Now I'm getting the gray car. That was the one I like originally had wanted. Like, this is great. So then at like 9.30 at night, I get a text message from him. And I assumed it was kind of just like a, just confirming, we'll see you tomorrow. I'm so sorry, Laura. I hate to tell you this, but um, we that your car was sold. And I'm like, pissed. I was like, oh, yeah, I'd be so mad. Because I'm like, what the hell is the purpose of making a deposit if now you're going to go sell my car. Exactly. And he was like, it was a big miscommunication. Apparently the cars were already on the lot. They weren't incoming, but I didn't know that. And technically if the car is on the lot, a deposit can't be made. And so other salesmen had free range to like sell them and they both like sold. Well, no. So he's like, so your gray one. So I was like, okay, well, what about the gravity blue? And he's like, let me check. And then like, I get a text. He's like, somebody's in the middle of signing a contract right now for it. Oh my God. And I basically just like kind of wrote a long text, like how like disappointed and pissed off I am. I didn't post anything that night on Instagram because I was like so annoyed. Mind you, I'm getting so many messages. Like people have been very invested in my car situation Oh yeah. yeah, I was even texting you like, we need to go to Yelp. We need to go to Better Business Bureau. <laughs> so I was like, I don't have the energy right now. I need to cool down myself. I don't have the energy to start getting all the DMs tonight of people firing me up more. I just need to like get some sleep and then deal with tomorrow, tomorrow hit the ground running again and start reaching out to dealerships and continuing this journey. And it just wasn't meant to be. So I wake up Sunday. I'm like, okay, well, at least I get to sleep in. I don't have to like hurry up and get ready and like (laughs) haul my ass out to LA. And around probably 11 o'clock, I get a text message and it's basically him apologizing again profusely saying that, and then telling me that great news, the deal fell through. Thank God. The deal for which one? The blue one, right? It was for the gravity blue one. And I'm like, and so I'm like, he's like, but this is the thing. He says, um, we never do this, but my GM obviously feels awful about what happened last night. And he says, like, if you're interested, he'll hold it for three hours until you can get here and we can, we can make it happen. And I just texted him back. I was I was like, okay, give me f- question before you finish though, because on Sunday morning, you did wake up and write something on your Instagram and tagged the dealership about Correct. your experience. Did they read that? So I had so many views. I tried scrolling, so they never mentioned it. Nobody ever messaged me. Okay. Um, I tried, it was taking too long trying to scroll all of my views. To I wish you could search your story views. Like, when I go to my story views, I could like search yes. a name to see if they're watching it. 
Well, and sometimes or, it'll see it'll say like in your messages if you tag somebody, it'll show that they've seen it or whatever. But it didn't oh, show that. you're right. I let me. Okay, hold on a second. I'm gonna. Yeah, because like what I like part of me. I forgot you could do it. that. Let me see. Yeah. Hold on. Give me two seconds. Go into my <laughs> messages. That, yeah, because that's how I would do it. Because part of me is like, I don't. I think they would have mentioned something if they. Nah, these it. these chumps never read it. It doesn't say seen. <laughs> So that got me nowhere. But um, so he's like, so our, the GM says he is will, he's like, we have people literally wanting to buy it now, but he feels awful. So if you're willing to come, we will take good care of you and we will, um, we'll take good care of you. We'll hold it for three hours. And so I'm like immediately like my head's going like I have like getting pulled in both directions because part of me is like F these people like I'm not giving them their business. But then at the same time on the other side, I'm like, but am I really screwing them over? Because they're still going to sell this car immediately. Exactly. Like I'm not punishing them. Like so they might as well sell it to me. So I'm like, they. so yeah, so I'm like, I promised I wasn't going to give them my business, but I'm going to give them a hard time. I'm going to see what I can get out of them. And I will just, I have the higher, I have the upper hand here. Like they're not going to be able to dick me around. Like, so I was just like going and Jeff's like, you know me, he's like, I want to say like, absolutely not. Like, cause Jeff was pissed. (laughs) Like, cause I mean, as everybody said, like, what is the point of, of, of you putting down a deposit? Even if that isn't the way it's typically done, the guy accidentally took my deposit. So they should accidentally have to give me the car. (laughs) Exactly. So I'm going back and forth. I just tell the guy, I'm like, I need five minutes. And then I like talk to Jeff and I'm like weighing out the pros and cons. And I was like, Jeff, I just like really want this to be over. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. And he agreed. He basically was the one who said, he's like, as much as I want to say like, no, screw them. Like they're not going to be punished by you not selling the car because no matter what they are selling that car today. Exactly. So I was like, okay. So as I'm like texting him back, he like texted me again. Hey, Laura, do you have her? Like my GM is like on me kind of thing. I was like, yeah, I need like 20 minutes to get ready. And then like, I'll leave. And then it'll take me 25 minutes or so to be there. So I'll be there in like about 45 minutes to an hour. And so he's like, okay, text me when you leave. So text him when I left told him my ETA and, um, we got there and it was on it because I had already, like, we had already done a lot of the negotiating and everything. Um, I took the negotiation more in, um, I got a lot of free, I got like thousand free hours of charging at that. I can use at any charging station. Um, I ended up So I'm typically not one for extended warranties. I am not big on buying these extra things they try to sell you at the end. Um, I did, however, decide to, because like Kia has an amazing like warranty, like even for the battery, which is great for an electric car, like 10 year, 100,000 miles, like that's all fantastic. Um, But the bumper to bumper is only, I think, five years or 36,000 miles, something like that. And I was reading and I was like, let me read everything. So I'm like reading through it. And I'm like, this car is purely a computer. Like this, everything is electrical. So if one, this is the first year of the car. 
So there's always like tends to be more things that can come up and computers aren't made to always last 10 years. I was like, exactly. So I got them to sell me that at half the price of what they were trying to charge me that for. Awesome. Um, so I did get that so that if pretty much the life of that, I'll probably keep the car, any of the, the computer breaks, things like that, it's all going to be covered. I just felt like I'd have more peace of mind with that because I don't know how much it's going to cost to fix things exactly. like that. Exactly. So, um, so there were those couple of things that I tried and I was like, kind of kept giving them just shit. I just kept making them feel bad anytime I could. (laughs) And, um, I got to leave with a brand new car. So exciting. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Unfortunately, um, I didn't take their offer on my car. I just felt like I could get more elsewhere. Um, so I'll get into that a little bit. Um, I decided to go the route of looking into, um, cause CarMax used to be the big name in the game. That was like, if you didn't sell it to a car dealership and you didn't sell it to like a private party, like CarMax was kind of your only other option. Yep. There are so many of those companies out there now, you guys. So it costs nothing to submit your vehicle information to all of these. So I'm telling you, I only did it to four of the companies. I think there's more of them out there. Um, I did four, I did CarMax. They offered me 5,000, which is insane. Cause I just did this like three weeks ago when I thought I was going to be buying a car and the offer was like 6,800. Oh so my I God. don't know what changed in the market that like made it, but all of my offers I was getting were so much lower. So I started freaking out. Like maybe I should have just sold it to the dealership. I was like, uh, Oh God. So yeah, so CarMax offered me five thousand. Vroom is another website. They offered me only thirty six fifty, which I was like, "What the, the heck?" heck? Um, there's another Carvana, which I know that's like another big one now. They offered me um, forty three hundred, and then Shift out of nowhere offers me eighty six hundred. <laughs> oh my god! So I was like, "Okay, well, obviously I'm gonna go with Shift." So right. That's, um, so this all happened. I put all these offers in last night. I make an appointment with shift this morning. Um, there was an appointment for this afternoon. They're going to come between three and five takes about 45 minutes or so to like inspect the vehicle and do all the paperwork. And if you, so basically like you take the survey, they give you that quote. And then at the inspection, if everything like adds up, like they just, if once they inspect it, they deduct like any issues they see with the car. And then they say, okay, we offered you 86, but after inspecting it, it's actually going to be 7,500. And then you can choose to accept and they'll take your car right then, or you can decline and have a week to decide if you want them to come back and get it. So they said they're going to come between three and five at like 420, they text or call me And they're like, oh, we're not going to be able to make it today. We can reschedule you for Friday. And I'm just like, I am not effing dealing with this anymore. Like, I'm just like, (laughs) I am up to here with anything. I'm over it. I am over it. (sighs) So I'm like, okay. I was like, okay, so where's your close? So, so this was the thing too. I saw on their website, if you don't make them come back and you sell it to them that day, they throw in an extra hundred dollars. But if you go to them so they don't have to come to you and you sell it that day, they give you an extra $300. 
Nice. So I was like, okay, that's a nice little extra chunk of change. I was like, where's your closest one? Of course it's Whittier, which is like where you live. It's just like not freeway convenient. (laughs) I was like, God bless it. I do not want to drive to Whittier tonight. I was like, and she was like, oh, well, they're already booked for appointments. So I'll call and see if they can get you in. I was like, I can't wait until Friday. You guys gave me no time to come up with another solution. You guys called me at the end of the two hour window. Yeah. 40 minutes before you were supposed to be here. I was like, this is like BS. I was like, and so she calls the hub and she's like, she gets back on with me and she's like, so they are booked up, but you can, um, you can go, but you might have to wait. And I was like, you know what? I was like for an extra 200 bucks, even though we had plans to record, with Courtney tonight, I was just like, I have to just get this over with. Yeah. I have to just go do it and suck it up. So by the time I get there and after traffic and stuff, it's probably like right at like 525. And I'm come up and she like acts like, oh my gosh, I don't know if we can get you in today, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, uh-uh. You're getting me into I was like, no, I was like, I talked to the girl. She's like, well, we have you for an appointment on Friday for us to come to you. And I was like, no, I was like, you guys were supposed to come today. You canceled during my window. I, she said that I could come and I would have to wait. And I was like, and I was nice about it. I was like, I'm willing to wait. Like, you need me to sit here for two hours. I'll sit here for two hours. She's like, okay, well, let me take a look. And she's like pulling up all my info, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And then she's like, okay, I can get you in for an appointment at 5.30. And I like, look at my watch. I'm like, it's like 5.33 right now. It's like- All of that for like two minutes. Exactly, exactly. I'm like, so you could have gotten me in right now. And that, mind you, it's like not even crowded. So I'm like, I'm confused. Someone but, takes your job way too seriously. So I text Jeff immediately. I'm like, um, they're getting me in right now. So you might want to leave soon to come pick me up. So they go, he does a full inspection of my car. I see him like taking pictures of like, things wrong with my car and stuff. And I'm like, Oh God, please don't be like that bad. Um, I saw a screw in one of my tires while he was inspecting it. He didn't, I don't think he saw it, but I was like, um, I think that's a screw in my tire. Um, so we go inside. He's like, okay, so there are some things wrong with it. And he's like, starts talking about like my front bumper, my back bumper, this, my tires, this. And I was just like, these fools better give me at least $6,000 because I'm going to be so mad if I walk out for less than that. (laughs) And then it ended up only deducting $295. Oh my God. And then plus I got that $300 bonus because I went there. So I basically got $5 more than what my original offer was. That is insane. How can they offer that much more than everyone else? I, don't I have no idea. Mind you, my car's a 2000 and- questions. Yeah, my car's t- 2012. So it's 11 years old has 130,000 miles on it. Mind you, it is the top of the line. It has all the bells and whistles. Like it's definitely like been a, but I'm just like, okay, no question. So basically, so this is where we're holding our breath until Wednesday because they basically, um, like I've already done all the paperwork, all the stuff with the DMV that they're going to file and everything, but they basically take it to the inspector. They make sure basically that it hadn't been underwater. It doesn't have rust, like all these things on the list that they have to confirm. I was like, okay, I don't, none of that's going to show up for me. So I'm not really concerned about it, but they say within 24 to 48 hours, 
I'll get the final notice that all of that went through. Um, and if not like, okay, there's this issue, we're going to deduct this amount. Are you okay with that? And then they'll send me a DocuSign, I sign and they'll send me that new amount. Or if I say, no, never mind, I want my car back, I can go and go pick up my car again. Gotcha. So, but I'm feeling really confident about it. I think all is going to be good. I'm going to, I'm sending myself all of the good vibes. Yes. And we are sending you the good vibes. I mean, I had put this over with. Yeah. Cause so I had had my money set aside that I wanted to do with the down payment. And then I added another 6,000 of my own money, just being like, so that's my goal of what to get for my car. So to be getting just over 8,000 is great. Cause that's going to pay for me to get a charger for my garage and then have a little extra money that I'll probably just put straight towards the car just to start paying it off early. Exactly. So, so that, and then there's one more thing you're working through, right? Yeah. Financing still. So mind you guys, the interest rates <laughs> to buy a car right now are no joke. Like the days of 0% APR are long gone. Like, cause Jeff on the truck, like we're paying 0% on that one. Wow. And it, and it was, so the best Kia was able to give me with my excellent, which they were bragging to everyone about my credit. They were like, they must not see my credit credit as good as mine. <laughs> they were like, oh my God, this girl had, it came up as 842, which honestly was a little higher than I even expected. Holy shit. Yeah. Even Jeff said, Isn't Jeff was like, what the hell? Go 850? What? Isn't the highest you can go like 850? I think so. Oh my God, Laura. I'm sure it's dropped now. <laughs> um. But long story short, the best they were able to do, I want to say it was 3.5 or 3.7, which I was like, that's freaking high. I've never paid that much for a car, um, like a, for like interest. And then, so I knew right off the bat, just by, I had a pre-approval with my bank, but it was, so, so this is Sunday. So I can't do any of the financing with my bank. So basically they have, they put a lien on my bank and then I have to get through, go through the approval process, doing all the paperwork with my bank. And then my bank sends a check. So I was dealing with the bank this morning. I was waiting for a call back. By the time they got back to me, it was too late to get to the bank today. So now I have to hopefully go on my lunch break tomorrow and hopefully there will be zero issues and they'll be able to get everything finalized. And I think so as soon as my bank finished and that's, I'm already been pre-approved for more than I need. Like, so that, and that's going to be a little over a point less. So I'll be in the low two. That's a huge deal. Yeah, for sure. So I'm just waiting for the car thing to be like, yep, you're good. Here's your money. And I'm waiting for my bank to be like, yep, you're good. Here's your money. And then I will officially, officially be done with all of this BS. Oh my God. Can't you just like not even wait to just not think about this anymore? Oh, I'm like, I don't even want this stupid car anymore. <laughs> oh, how is the car? But is it weird to drive like with the big screen and everything? It's, or do you just love Yeah, it? no, but it forget, it's so cool. There's like definitely things I'm getting used to. I'm still learning a lot. Oh no, no, wait, we're not done yet. <laughs> I forgot. So as I'm like talking to, sorry, some of these people are like, Jesus, we have to keep talking about this stupid car. (laughs) So as I'm talking to shift this morning, they are um, asking me like some questions, just like, has your car been an accident? Has your car been this? Like kind of going through a bunch of stuff. 
And then um, she's like filling out some stuff. And then she's like, oh, she's like, your car just got flagged for having, um, it's called a report of deposit of fees. And she's like, you're going to have to work that out with the DMV and get that off before you can sell your car. And I was like, I don't even know what that means. So I'm like immediately like Googling like report of deposit of fees. Like, what does that what mean? And I'm, like looking, and I'm like, I don't really know. So I'm like, I thankfully DMV has like a live chat. So I hop on there. So I hop on there. I start talking to them and I find out. So last October, which is when I started deciding I was buying a car. So that's how long we've been doing this y'all eight months. Holy crap. My title of my car was still in my married name. Oh, and Jeff freaked me out that that was going to be a huge issue. Because he freaked me out, I immediately went to AAA within like the t- 24 hours and started handling it, not even really researching it. So I go to AAA, do all these forms, all the stuff, get it taken care of. I leave. A few weeks later, I get something in the mail from the DMV saying, um, you guys, you forgot to check. Like basically the forms had been done wrong. You need to fix this and send it in. I'm super annoyed. I'm like, what is the point of going to AAA? when you go there to have them take care of all this, so you don't have to deal with it. And now I'm having to deal with it. So I immediately start (laughs) researching some stuff. I start talking to somebody at the DMV. They're like, you don't even have to change your name on your time. Like, it's fine. Like you don't have to do with that. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to deal with it then. Shredded the stuff, moved on with my life until today. That is what is. So basically I had opened up an issue with the DMV that never got resolved. Oh my gosh. And they can't just take it off for me. I have to go and now do a, I don't know. There's a form you have to fill out online and send in and they'll have it taken off of your record in two to four weeks. And I was like, I don't have two to four weeks. I want to get this car out of my possession. Like I don't want to be having this extra car in my presence. I don't want to pay insurance on it. I don't want to do any of this. So I'm like, oh my God. He's like, so I was like, well, what if I go to the DMV? Like in the back of my mind being like, oh my God, I'm not going to the DMV. (laughs) He's like, they could take it off today. And I was like, okay, maybe I'm going to the DMV. So now I start going to the DMV website and I'm like looking at all the location wait times. And I'm like, okay, Santa Ana, which is my closest one is like an hour. And then it said Costa Mesa, four minutes. And I was like, okay, Costa Mesa only takes me like 15 minutes to get there. So I'm just doing that. I was like, I'll leave right at my lunch break and maybe I'll be back like a little after, like, it might be a little long of a lunch break. But so I told my um, boss, I was like, Hey, I have to go run to the DMV. It says there's like not a wait. So I, so wish me luck. I'll be, I'll have my phone. So I'll be able to check in and stuff. And it was painfully easy. Like I was like, I was like leaving the DMV and I was like, this is too easy. I don't feel like this is right. Because yeah, they do what I asked them to nothing do. Nothing is ever easy with the DMV. No. So I'm just like, so I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm going to go in my car. I'm going to call that, um, call back Swift or Shift, whatever they're called, Shift. I'm going to call Shift and see if it got taken care of. So they're like, okay, let me put you on hold. We're going to rerun your VPN or your VIN number. I mean, sorry. And we'll see. And I'm like, please, please. She was like, yep, yeah, it's all taken care of. We're good to go for your appointment this afternoon. So I was like, oh my God, I was in and out of the DMV in less than 15 minutes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I've never gone, I've never had such luck in a DMV before. 
See, it was all the stars aligning for you. The world was like, or the universe was like, okay, Laura, we're going to make this happen for you today. And it did. Until until the guy canceled on me two hours later and said he wasn't coming. (laughs) But even that worked out. You you got to take one last rodeo in your old car and... No, I took my new car down there. Oh, well, I guess I have... Wait, hold on. (coughs) To the DMV, I took my new car too. like to go drop you go it off. I shift in Whittier, though you had you got to take your old car, right? Yeah, correct. Yeah. So one one more ride before you broke it. I like came out of shift when Jeff got there, and I was like walking over to like say bye to my car, and my car was gone. I was like, oh, <laughs> I didn't even get to say goodbye. So that <laughs> is my car journey. I hopefully next week my my update will take twenty seconds, and it'll just be me saying my car has been financed. My car is fantastic. My car has sold. Everybody used to. They are great. And the end. So fun. I'm so excited for you that you finally are almost done with it. And it's yours. Your car is like parked in your garage right now. It's yours. It is. It's so freaking cool. I'm like obsessed with it. Oh, I, I cannot love, wait. What I love is that I, I get was, to ride in it this weekend. You do get to ride in it this I'm weekend. I'm so excited. It's so funny because I was so adamant. Like I was not going to purchase a black one. I have said no to like three black ones so far. And then like, as we're like, got home, I was like, my car is basically black. It's going to be just as dirty. Like, it's like such a dark <laughs> blue, like in most lighting, it still looks black. So I'm like, this didn't work out but it looked so cool I still just really like I really liked the color which the I didn't color think does I look like. really really pretty um in the pictures I saw I like yeah. it a lot so well you'll get to check it out this weekend so excited congratulations thank you um so what about the job talk to me oh my gosh well the job we're still playing the waiting game on um I'm trying to remember I think last time we recorded, I like really felt like a job offer was coming. Like I felt like, oh my God, any day now I'll probably Well, because we were waiting. She still hadn't made, or he, I don't even know. He or she hadn't made the. Oh, that's right. The, the reference check. Reference checks yet. We were like yeah. still waiting on that. So she ended up making the reference checks. Uh, my references told me, or two of my references told me last Tuesday that they got calls from her. And then by... Wednesday evening, I think I got an email from what not the girl that I've been communicating with the most, but another um, girl that I had in the first interview. And she requested a one on one meeting with me the next day. And I was like, I was all for it. But I was also like, I I know this is not who the job offer is coming from. So like, I was just like, Oh, my gosh, what another meeting, like, oh my God, why? You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, like, it felt like a step back after references had been checked and everything. So I met with her and she was really sweet. Like they've done just such a good job throughout this whole interview process of just being really transparent with expectations of the job and what the job's going to entail and what I can expect because there are a lot of, it's going to be a lot of work. It's a startup. And then it's, just very different um when you work in a startup versus higher ed as far as like lack of structure a little bit and kind of a little bit of chaos yeah which are all things that like I kind of knew going into like applying for a job but you know what is going to be so great about this being your first job out of higher ed is you're going to gain so much experience where you're not going to have like one job where this is what you're doing 
you're going to gain so much experience at different areas of the business that when let's say in a year, you're like, I don't know. I like this company's great, but maybe I want to move up. Like no matter what you do at what point you're ready, you're going to have so much more experience, I think. Oh yeah. And they were even selling me that when I was in the interview with the CEOs, they were kind of selling me on that. They were like, we're so small. We're, you know, you'd be our 15th employee. So when we grow, like, cause I was talking about like one of the big main reasons that I'm trying to leave higher ed is like, I want to grow. Like I want to have other opportunities. And they were like, you can basically learn like anything you want to learn. Like if you want to move into operations, you can move into operations. If you want to do this, you can do that. So I was really excited in the interviews about that. So when I met with her, that was kind of just the conversation. It was kind of like one last conversation, like just to make sure um, like we're on the same page and like the expectations are set. And I was like thanking her. I'm like, I really appreciate this because this is going to be a huge change for me. And I would hate if I was being sold on something and thought it was one thing and then, you know, started my first day there and like hated it, you know, like, so I appreciate, um, the transparency. So I met with her in the morning and then by that afternoon, I had an email from like the hiring manager. I'm going to call her, um, asking to meet with me that, that afternoon. So I was like, well, that's gotta be the job offer, right? Like, yeah. What else could be next? So I met with her and, but her email said like, I want to meet just to follow up on the conversation from this morning. I can't remember what it said. So it was like a little confusing. I'm like, oh, okay. One more thing. Yeah. So I met with her in the afternoon and like, it was a 30 minute meeting. So like the first 15 minutes probably was just, how did your meeting go this morning with, you know, the girl I met with in the morning and blah, blah, blah. And so I was telling her like, no, I really appreciate the transparency that you guys have and blah, blah, blah. Like we just were going back and forth on that. And then she offered me um, the job at the end of that conversation. And she was like, so I'm going to be emailing you the job offer over. So I was so excited. Were you like dying on the phone? You were uh, like, I was, I was like, like, and like, I just wanted, cause she briefly went over certain parts, but she kept saying like, I'm going to email you the job offer. So like, go ahead and review it, whatever, whatever. And I like, I just wanted to like get off the call and like overanalyze the job offer, like on my own without like having to like, oh, thanks. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> I just wanted to like end the call and be done. So we did. And I was like going over and I was really confused on a couple, couple parts of the job offer. Like I was a little confused with their health. What I was the most confused on was their health benefits. So I had to like ask for clarification about that and kind of was still confused with because they don't have an HR department. They're a, yeah. they're a startup, you know? So it's not like you're talking to like somebody in benefits and HR who, can, who knows it inside and out and just can yeah. explain everything to you. So it was a little bit of back and forth. And then she's like, I think it'd be better if I set up a call for you tomorrow morning with the CEO. So I had a meeting on Friday morning with the CEO and he kind of <sighs> broke, it down, broke it down with me a little bit more. And he's like, there is a spreadsheet that I can send you that shows like, like your max cap and what's contributed and like what your part would be or whatever. And I'm like, perfect. If you can just send me that, like I can go over what my out-of-pocket costs are going to be for medical insurance. And then I can get back to you, whatever. So that was like eight 30 on Friday morning. Um, and he never got back to me. So by like lunchtime, I'm like, I think I should follow up with the girl, the hiring manager and just tell her like, thank you so much for facilitating that conversation like I'm just waiting on blah blah blah, blah and then I'll was be that the first it. time you had talked to the CEO? No, I, I he was in my second interview. Okay, okay. So I so that was that, but I also on the phone with him, he was driving like 
to a vacation. Like he was like, oh, I'm on my way to, oh my gosh, you know? And so I'm like, so part of me was like, like, why couldn't I just get it? Like emailed to me already. But at the same time, I'm like, well, I guess this is going to be a wait till Monday thing, you know? Yeah. And so I just expected to like wake up this morning, like they're on East coast time. So I was expecting to wake up this morning and just like have an email there when I woke up and I didn't. So I'm like, stressed all day long and I get to like noon today and I'm like I should probably like follow up but I don't want to be like pushy or annoying like I just like I feel like there's a disconnect possibly of like yeah but you could you could have easily just been like hey I don't want I want to be able to respond to your offer but I really am just waiting for this I just want you to know like I'm waiting on that (laughs) so I like wrote this really nice email and um, just like thanked her again for like helping me out with the benefits part of it. And I'm, and I was just like, I would just want to connect and, you know, keep you posted basically. Like I'm still waiting for that information, but as soon as I receive it, I'll review it and get back to you. Like I kind of like, I just wanted to touch base after the weekends weekend kind of thing. So yeah. she responds right away and she's like, oh my gosh, I am so sorry. Like, I'm going to reach out to him right now. We'll get it to you as soon as possible. Like within 10 minutes, I have it. So I think it was one of those things that like, he was just on, like he was on his way out of town. He was already checked out of work. He should probably showed up to work today. was probably super busy being the CEO of a company. And just, it was not the first thing on his mind, but I was glad that I'm like, okay. Like I I was glad I like took that step to say that. Cause I'm like overanalyzing it in my head of like, am I being pushy? Like blah, blah, blah. So I had it within 10 minutes um reviewed everything like it was so Jordan and I last weekend kind of like tried to google on our own and figure it out and it ended up being pretty spot on to like what we had figured out on our own and I'm like okay so I already like had in my head an idea of what my out-of-pocket costs would be and it, it ended up being pretty spot on so I replied like late this afternoon um with like my salary negotiation email, which terrified me. I've never negotiated salary before, uh-huh. never had to, um, but did that. And now I'm waiting. Like that was at the very end of the day. It was probably like four 30 their time or something. So I, you know, I'm not going to hear until tomorrow or the next day or whenever, but it terrified me, but I'm like, so confident in what I asked for. Okay. Did you shoot like Okay. So without, I don't want to make you have to throw out numbers, but I remember because this is the job where you said you had said your expectations of what you were looking for and they got kind of quiet. Yes. Okay. Did you ask for that same amount? So I gave them initially a $15,000 range, I think. Okay. Yeah. $15,000 range. And they gave me like a little bit higher than the low end of that. Like if we're going like fives, like five, 10, 15, like if there's four ranges, they gave me like the second, right? So I countered and asked for somewhere between the third and the fourth of my range. So, um, and I, you know, I gave them, and we can do like a whole episode on this. Like I've talked to so many people on this. I know you were telling me today that you've negotiated in your position. Um, but it's, it was so nerve wracking and I'm still like all day long. Like I obviously know I'm it's, not going to get a response today. It's 9 PM. It's midnight I there. Don't but remember I this, being like, nervous because I wasn't. That, Go ahead. Sorry. I have like this irrational fear that they're like mad at me because I like negotiate. 
<laughs> no, they're going to always offer the lowest with the hope that that's going to be what you'll take. And then I'm sure they have something in mind of the max. That's why what I, when I negotiated, I like knew what I wanted. So I doubled that with the hope I would get met at where I, I'm the lowest I really wanted to be. And that exactly. was exactly what happened. So hopefully, oh, I, they'll have to get back to you tomorrow. And I would just say, I, if I they, they don't, will. I would say first thing Wednesday morning, you can send them an email. Exactly. And I would think like, even if they can't make a decision on it tomorrow, for whatever reason, um, like if the CEO is out and can't sign the offer or whatever, like I would think no matter what I would hear from her, like, Hey, like, you know, we'll get back to you by Wednesday or whatever. Like I, I know I'll hear something from them by tomorrow. And I just hope it's, I just hope it's good news. Like in my mind, like I do not see them rescinding the offer at all. Um, do companies do that I mean I read I read a lot of stories I've read horror stories but it's mostly people that like either ask for way too much like it's ridiculous what they're asking for like you gave us your salary expectations we met you here and now you're asking for like something that wasn't even like it's way out there or people that are just like rude and pushy about it or people that people that negotiate, they come back with an, with an offer that's within like what you've negotiated for. And then they want more again, like then, you know, you can pull the plug on that. So I don't see, I don't see it being rescinded. I see there being a possibility of them being like, unfortunately we gave you our best offer, like blah, blah, blah. Um, but more likely just the vibe I've gotten from them. I do see them, um, needing me a little bit higher, than what they originally offered. And, you know, part, part of that is my experience. Part of that is everything we talked about throughout the interviews was just, this job is going to be so much like way more than, you know, what you just read in a job description. And they were the ones that were emphasizing that. It's not like I just came to that conclusion. Um, they really emphasize that. And then in addition, like I'm going to have more out of cost out-of-pocket cost for my medical than I currently do so oh yeah I played it I paid it zero dollars for my medical and then now I do not (laughs) yes so 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 it's um it's very exciting it's crazy like I feel like oh my god I still don't know but um but I'm very very excited I'm like happy with everything else I offer like so excited about the opportunity and just like how much I have to learn there and like how much I can learn and what that means for my career future. Like I felt for like the last like 10 years, I've just felt like this is where I am. I'm in, you know, a safe job in higher ed and yeah, this is me. And it's like that, like risk taking is so not me. Like I'm not a risk taker in general. Like I'm a very like play it safe person. So you know, like taking a risk, like we're going into a recession most likely. And yeah, you know, like it's, it is really risky, but it, it feels exciting. And it feels like if I don't take that risk, like I, I think you got it. It is for me. Yeah. What, um, what did you say once you like finalize, like, let's say you get the job offer, let's say you let your job know Wednesday, what did you say was going to be like, how much notice did you say you needed to give your job? Um, so I originally said two weeks, but the, the, so I have a vacation coming up yeah. at the end of this month to go to Yakima. So when I gave them my potential start dates, one of the dates was 
I can start two, two weeks from the acceptance of the offer, but I would need this time off or I can start when I get back. So my yeah. potential start date would be July 11th. So if they can get back to me like sometime this week and I sign the offer and they do the background check and everything, and I can go in next Monday and give my, you know, two week notice, then that would give three weeks to my employer. But yeah, that's what I get. I gave, well, my goal is to give three weeks, but then my boss was out on vacation. What was supposed to be my first week. So they were like, or no. Yeah. I gave my job three weeks, but I really gave Taco Bell a month because I was going to do three weeks with my job and then one week off. How nice. But then they needed, uh, they needed, um, they needed me to start a week later. So I ended up taking two. They were like, I was like, do I stay another week at my job or do I just take, I could, was able to make it work with like the money situations. I was like, I'll just take the two week vacation. I don't know what my vacation is going to look like with Taco Bell. So it was so nice. Might might as well have a nice break before you start somewhere new. Exactly. So, well, I am so excited for you. And I think, um, I just, I just hope my update next week's not, well, they rescinded the offer. (laughs) I would be like, I would put all of my money and I don't have very much right now because I just bought a new car, but (laughs) I would put what I have left on that. That is not going to happen. And they're going to come back with more money. I don't know if it'll be exact. I would be surprised if they come back saying sure to what you say. Like, I don't think companies do that very often, but I think they'll meet you at least probably halfway. I agree. And my, my fingers are crossed. Like I know they want me there. I know they are excited about me. Like, and I don't think anything, I don't think anything I've asked for is like out of reason, you know? So, so I definitely think they'll meet me somewhere. It's just for me as like an overthinker and an anxious person in general, like all day I've been like, they're so mad at me. Like, (laughs) Like they just want you to be like, are you grateful for this offer? And it's like, yes, I am. But but I'd be grateful for a little more of an offer. Yeah. <laughs> so very right. exciting. I definitely hope there's a, there's a final update next week. That's awesome. Yes. All right. What's up next? What's on our Let's agenda? Let's jump into calorie counting. It's been a little bit. I don't have any impressive updates. Honestly, I suck. Um, but you, I saw on Instagram are doing a, what I eat in a day share week. This week. Yes. I, so yeah, I, and it's honestly, when I got asked to do this, probably a little over a week ago, I was just, I said yes. And then I immediately was like, oh, why did I do this? And then, <laughs> and I said yes without like looking into it. Thankfully, I'm happy with it because I, I do really um, want to make sure if I ever do that, like I'm looking at who I'm doing them with because I never want to be associated with an account that I don't agree with in any way. Thankfully that wasn't the case, but it was just like, I was like, yeah, sure. I'll do it. And then I was like, I didn't do any due diligence. Thankfully I was (laughs) totally happy with how it all worked out. Um, but it honestly, and then I kind of forgot about it and then they would like message me and like ask me some stuff. And I was like, okay. And I was like, honestly, this is kind of exactly what I needed. Cause they asked like what days I wanted to do it. And Monday was like my top day not even thinking like it was the start of the week, but I'm so glad I did because it was kind of a perfect motivation to like get back in a groove, make sure I'm tracking everything. I'm making better decisions. I had gotten all my groceries today. 
delivered and stuff. So it was kind of a perfect, and I had like a really good day and it felt good to be like fully back on track. Cause I had posted over the weekend that, um, I haven't stopped tracking. Like while I haven't been doing great, I haven't been making the best decisions. Um, like I even showed a screenshot of my tracker. I was over every single day last week. And then it added up to me being over like 2000 calories. But, um, I was like, at least I'm not getting out of the habit of tracking, like whether I'm doing good or bad, like I'm not because sometimes the hardest thing is getting back and doing the tracking. So it was like, even after the days I went, did eight, God knows what I was still going in there and tracking it. Exactly. So, um, I think that kind of made it easier today to just kind of get back in and share. And I've been talking with a lot of new followers and stuff. So that's been pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's been a nice little, I haven't done one of these share weeks in, in a while. So it was kind of a nice little thing to participate in today. So it was, yeah, I know I text you this morning and I'm like, I'm so glad you're doing this because it's like motivating me to, especially on a Monday, like it's, it's motivating me to like open my app and track my day. And I did. And then my roommate had to make delicious banana bread. And I was like, well, (laughs) (laughs) but did you track it? (laughs) Yeah, I tracked it, but there went my day. It was so good. Yeah. Oh, I love banana bread. Oh yeah. So have you seen that TikTok trend that's like going viral right now about the healthy Coke? Yes. I wanted to try all weekend. My goal was to make it and get Jeff to try it. And I kept, (laughs) I told, I kept, I'd always remember it when I'd see it but it was never like a moment where I was like, Oh, I could go do this right now. And I was like, cause I just wanted to like be like, Jeff, look, I made a homemade Coke and like, see how his reaction was. Cause I thought it would likely be funny, but, um, I never did it. And I feel like I've almost like, there's always a sweet window of taking advantage of a trending opportunity. And I almost exactly. feel like it, I feel like it has almost passed. So I feel like it's passed because at first there was like phases with it. Like there was phases where everybody was making it and they were like, Ooh, the healthy Coke. And then it turned into like a, let's talk shit. This is ridiculous. And let's just make like the biggest joke out of this healthy Coke. And then everybody started doing that and like being like, this is disgusting or, or making yeah. a joke out of it. And then people were doing like Sprite with, I forgot if it was like I saw that I saw tra- uh, Trader Joe's listed a sprite with like a it was like a white vinegar some type of white balsamic vinegar. Yes. So for anybody that doesn't know, like if you happen to live under a rock, like probably somewhere near Jeff, because he probably doesn't know. Oh yeah, he has no idea. There's this <laughs> thing about healthy Coke going around yes. right now. People are taking like a cup with ice, putting a little bit of balsamic vinegar in, and then any kind of sparkling water. So like your favorite flavor, LaCroix, whatever, stirring it up and they say it tastes like Coke and it's a healthy Coke. That's disgusting. Well, and not to mention, and I don't know, I mean, everybody has a different definition of what healthy is. I know one of the big things with Coke is it's high in sugar. Last I checked, balsamic vinegar isn't exactly low in sugar. Exactly. I don't know. It's all stupid. I wanted to try it just because I was curious, but mostly I just wanted to trick Jeff into getting something (laughs) funny because all I like to do is troll him all the time. So (laughs) exactly. Everything I do to him, he's like, is this going to go on Instagram? I'm like, probably. Yes. Just always be Insta ready, Jeff. (laughs) Always be. He is never Insta ready. (laughs) Too Um, funny. Oh my gosh. We're hold up. Sorry. There's my windows are open right now. Cause it's hot and there's a helicopter that's flying over my house. So sorry. Oh, that's okay. that. <laughs> no worries. 
Um, so while we're on this whole like health topic, have you seen on the gram any of the latest WW Weight Watchers drama going around? No, I had no idea. I've been I've been in my car world under that rock with Jeff. Yeah, (laughs) I'm under my rock with Jeff. Um, I just happened, it's funny because I, there's some days where like, I just don't get around to watching a lot of people's stories. Mm-hmm. Um, but I happened to watch stories or watch somebody's stories who tagged this person. I can't remember. Um, that was kind of talking about the WW drama. So the first person that I learned about it from was the Instagram account brand.new.brandy. Okay. Um, and she was talking about how she quit WW. And at first it was talking about just her issues with the new program, her issues with the new program. She just can't get on board with it. It has not clicked since the program came out. She started double tracking and is consistently eating like not enough calories and has a problem with that, blah, blah, blah. Then it goes into her next issue with WW, which is the changes they've made to their marketing. So I don't know if you've noticed, but on Instagram, there's a lot of like paid partnership ads yes. going around with WW that are. I haven't like, noticed them lately, but I've noticed them in the last couple months. It's been a lot lately. And there's also a hashtag. Oh. So if you look up the hashtag WW partner, um, okay. all of these, all of these influencers and Instagram models, and they legitimately are hiring Instagram models and influencers like these stick skinny people that are definitely not on weight watchers yeah. they're not getting paid for it. Um, they are now paying these big models and influencers to advertise. Oh my brand. God. I'm like looking at all these people right now. And it's I'm ridiculous. Like, this is like 99% of them look like there's not a chance in hell they would ever be on WW. Like it's crazy. hundred percent. So she was just talking about that. And I know a lot of other people were talking about how frustrating it is that there's this whole community of people that do WW and why can't they just choose somebody that does it and has had success? Like, why do they have to go find these people that clearly don't do it? Don't need to do it. Have not had success on WW, yeah. but hire them. So that was kind of her thing. And a lot of people were jumping on that. And, and this is still brand new Brandy? Brand new Brandy. Yes. Okay. And a lot of people that I saw after seeing that were also quitting WW for those same two reasons and kind of griping so, with WW. Well, it's funny you say that because I, so I haven't known any of this. Like I haven't seen any of this going on. I know me and you have had this conversation about the Instagram models and influencers that WW have been doing paid partnerships with. I think we had noticed a lot of it um, right before um they got rid of the 360. I remember us, there's a couple people we follow that we were like, oh, did you see they're doing like 360 or uh, WW commercial kind of things now? And it's like, oh yeah, okay. Like this one girl I'm looking at right now, this girl weighs maybe 110 pounds and doesn't look like she's ever done WW probably a day in her life. And she's not like what I'm used to since starting WW in 2018. I'm used to the people that are advertising for the brand are like, people that have been posting consistently on Instagram and they're always tagging WW and they're posting their recipes and they're posting how many points are in their food. And like WW is their life and their WW Instagram account is their world. That is not these people. These people yeah. have do not post points for things. Do not post recipes. Do not tag WW unless it's a paid partnership post. Like 
it, it's very clear that this is a new type of marketing that they're doing. Well, not to mention, I would like to think that WW wouldn't want this because how are you not going to know that like, if I, I follow a lot of influencers or things they post, I'm like, this is so disingenuous and this is not something they've been like, I feel like some of these girls, they would randomly post WW all of a sudden. I'd be like, yeah, like I think they've been doing WW, like give me a break. But I did happen to notice, I did happen to notice over the weekend, a lot of people saying they were saying goodbye to WW. So I'm wondering if now that that was related and I just didn't know. It totally is. And, And some people are saying it's because, you know, of how they're going the marketing way, but a lot of people are just hate the new program too. Like a lot of people do not like the new, are not being successful on it, are not motivated on it. They need something new. It's just not working for people. Yeah. Um, but the flip side of this argument and what I thought was really interesting was I went to um, resting Bridget face Instagram. Okay. <laughs> Did that make sense? Resting yeah. Bridget face. I love um, it. And she kind of took her take on it. So she has like a marketing background. She either her degree or she works in marketing, something like that. And she was kind of like playing the devil's advocate with this, like, okay, I know everybody's upset that they're using skinny little twig models and influencers. And now all their advertising looks pretty on the gram, just like every other fucking company does. Like, do these people, companies are paying these huge corporations are paying people that don't post freaking gorgeous pictures like no that's what that's what they pay for you know yeah and so she was like kind of playing the devil's advocate of understanding why ww is doing this and you don't have to like it if you want to leave because you don't like it you can leave because you don't like it but she was just noticing how the shift of ww how during their ambassador time they took advantage she didn't say this but we've talked about this they took advantage of people they took advantage of all these accounts that don't look like those like high-end gorgeous influencer accounts. They're just real people working the program, advertising for free, maybe showing results working the program and they're sending them free shit to do it. Right. Like that was like an era for them. But there are those, but I could think of at least 10 really beautiful Instagram accounts that do beautiful content that have been working this program for years and are like, the people like those are the people that you see because what do you get motivated by the person who gives you like this aspirational look or the person who like can show you what they've done and show you their past and show you how far they've come like well, he, so what she was commenting on is ww kind of got canceled by our little instagram community for the most part right <laughs> yeah. like during that whole thing like everybody was like fuck your ambassador program. Fuck you. We're gone. Oh, you don't have an ambassador program anymore. We're all leaving. Cause now there's nothing to work towards anymore. Like they kind of got canceled. God forbid we work towards our health and not to be an Instagram. I, I mean, yes, but ambassador. people, people obsessed over the ambassador thing. And that was a thing. And so they kind of got canceled during that time, you know? And so she was just commenting on from a marketing standpoint how she's noticed that they're going more towards, like, they don't want relatability anymore. Like they did that. They did relatable. They did that with their ambassador program. They did it. They got canceled basically for it. And now their goal, like after COVID is like, they want hope and they want aspiration. And she kind of like caught herself when she said aspiration. Cause she's like, 
I'm not saying that like, you know, just your, everybody else that's like actually working the program is not aspirational. She's like, Uh they are, but she's like, they're going for that aspirational look. So she's, she's like, they're going for that, like perfection look, like, like just like when we watch the Kardashians, like, is that attainable for me? No, but it's like, my God, I would love to look like that. I would love to have their house. I would love to have their Uh, car. I would love you know, like if that same show had this is not going to work for them. And, <laughs> what? This is not going to work for them. It's not. They suck. They're the worst. They don't. I understand what she's saying. She she's not saying she agrees with it. She's she's talking about like yeah. She's just playing devil's advocate. Yes, devil's advocate, and from a, with a marketing background, where they might be coming from, marketing wise. Um. But she also mentioned they're a for-profit company. They're not a nonprofit. They're not uh-huh. out to make every single one of us feel good and feel wanted and feel like a big corporation is like is wants us. You know, like they want money. So yeah. if they, if they've lost money because people like us, the relatable ones that were, you know, Team WW for years and years and years. A lot of us have jumped ship. Like they kind of need from a marketing standpoint to be targeting different types of people. Yeah. I mean, so I don't, I, that new CEO needs to do like, God, if they just brought in a new chief marketing officer and really just like kicked ass in there, like they could do so many good things and they're just like, they're blowing it left and right. They're the worst. I don't understand. Like they're, they've been around a very long time. They're a huge company. How, how do they not figure these things out? I just don't get it. There's been so many things over the years that I've seen them do. And I'm like, God, this is such an archaic company. And I feel like when they get an idea, it's like, you're already like a few years behind, like catch up, dub, dub, like, uh, yeah. I don't know. I think their ambassador program worked for them for a while though, with free marketing, like that budget budgeting wise, great, a great idea. But I think it ended up backfiring on them in the long run because like we just said, like there were people that cared more about staying on WW to hopefully achieve that title of being an ambassador than like even whether it was the best program for them to be on or not. Honestly, the WW ambassador program could have been the best thing had they had just a tighter rein on how they were doing it and were executing it differently because like you said, like, even if you have 50 WW ambassadors that you're focusing on and trying to make great WW ambassadors, you're having 5,000 extra people striving to be that. And to me, exactly. that makes a way like that was, if they could have made, but like we said in our bonus episode from a year ago about it, all it does is make it in a toxic environment. Like where it wasn't a toxic environment for me, like striving, but like there were people that like invested so much of their like livelihood into trying to be an ambassador. Um, so for those reasons, I think I'm glad that they don't do it anymore, but they could, if they could have done it so much, like if they would have just done it differently, they could have made it a really great um, program that just didn't work out. Well, and also like part of, part of it, creating an ambassador program is giving people power that they think they have that they don't really have. And I think there were a lot of people in the ambassador group that thought they had more of a say in the company and more power in the company than ever existed. Like that didn't exist, but they thought they did. 
And so when you create that mindset with people that you have power within a company, and I, I get that you do have the power in a sense, we all do as consumers, we can spend our money where we want. And if you're not happy with a company, you can cancel and take your 20 or 30 or $40 and take it elsewhere a month. I get that. But like nobody had power in that group. And I think pe- there are people that think they did and they don't. And so I think they feel like they're being, um, like, what is the word? Like they're being, um, not taken advantage of, but like that the company is not loyal to them. Like the company yeah. never was like the yeah. company's loyal to like making a profit. And our groups kind of pulled out of helping them do that. And, you know, at least a lot of the people I follow don't follow WW anymore. Yeah. So, I mean, what do you expect them to do? I mean, it's like literally the hardest thing in life when you get so mad at a company and you're like, what the hell do we expect from these companies? They aren't here for us. No. Like they're here to make a buck. So, and that's where you have to think of it outside of even just WW. That's everyone for every for-profit out there. They don't give a shit about us. They give a shit about making money. And that's that. Exactly. They're, so. They always give us something to talk about though. So they do. So keep on, keep on sucking WW. <laughs> we, we will talk about it all. <laughs> Yeah, we're like it's like God, Lauren, stuff. Get over WW. No, as long as they keep making stupid decisions, in our oh. opinion, we're gonna keep talking about it. The tea, we will spill the tea. <laughs> that zero point. Oh my zero god! Zero Did you just hear those fireworks? Sounded like oh, I, thought, I thought something like fell off your desk or something. No, it was like a fire. The fireworks have been already ramping up. <sighs> so, all right. Um, I guess it's time. I think it's time, Laura. Why, why don't you hit it? Flavor of the week. All right, Steph, what's your flavor of the week? My flavor of the week is so good. My mouth's watering already. Oh, I'm obsessed. I like, <laughs> just, I've, I've known what this has been for a while, but I don't think I've ever had it until maybe like a month ago. And I was obsessed. I had it at Jordan's. His company gave him some. And we ended up ordering more for his birthday weekend. And it's so freaking good. It's chamoy candy. Have you had chamoy candy before? Yes. And now my, I'm like feeling, you know, when that yeah, feeling in the back like, of your I jaws. Feel like, <laughs> I feel like I'm going to start drooling. It's, yeah. it's like that. It's the candy that's like, t- like, it's so tangy, but like a little spicy too, that just like the thought of it makes you like my mouth water. And they make There's it with a million like- companies that sell this like a lot of small businesses we did buy some from tempo like they apparently made some and it was so bad it was disgusting we wish we didn't so i would say find the mexican restaurant oh i don't know what that is we went we went like a month or something ago we bought some some from there it was not good like we we both ended up throwing it away because it wasn't good but um i would recommend seeing if you have a local like small business near you that makes it at least in southern california there's tons of of them And for those who don't know what chamoy candy is, it's every type of pretty much gummy candy you can think of, whether it's peach rings, gummy bears, gummy worms, gushers, gushers, that's a popular one. And they're tossed in, like I've seen it, you could probably, and I'm sure there's places that you can't probably get local chamoy candy. I think it's definitely (laughs) a very SoCal thing, but I'm sure there's Etsy people who sell it. 
And I've seen it on Pinterest, how you can make it. And it's super easy. You just need like what? Chamoy and tahine? I don't even know. Chamoy and tahine. And they do like different levels. So they have like a mild, like a medium and a, like a more spicy one or whatever. Yeah. And that's, I think, based on just the chamoy, but I think there's like spicier chamoys than others. Exactly. But so we bought ours from this small business that's in Orange County, I think. Um, and you can look them up on Instagram. We we had it shipped to us, so anybody can order anywhere. The company on Instagram is snack.champ. Um, and they have like the link to their website. And I think it's I think if you order $30 worth of the candy, then they'll ship it for free. And it, it ranges from like they have two different sizes. So a small is like six bucks and a large container of it is eight or 10 or something like that. So you can order a lot of, a lot of them. I mean, they have, yeah, the, the sour belts, they have Skittles, the Gushers, the gummy bears, the gummy worms, like oh my God, my any mouth of those gummy candies you can think of. They're so dang good. Oh my gosh. Like so delicious. <laughs> highly, highly, highly recommend. I need to order some. It sounds so good. I haven't had it in a long time. And I told you last week they sell it at uh, Brewery X. Yes, I need to get some the next time I'm there. Yeah, I've only had one there, but I want to try their other. They usually have different, two or three different kinds and it kind of rotates, so. Yum. (sighs) Well, Laura, what is your flavor of the week? So mine is, um, it's not like a specific name because it's just a random one I found on Amazon. The one I found is called Wow Case. Hanging purse, handbag, organizer, wardrobe, closet, or, you know, they give like 8,000 names so that it pops up in your search. (laughs) But um, when I was sick with COVID, I, there was a couple days where I'm like feeling really good, but I'm bored out of my mind. So I'm like, might as well start cleaning out some closets and the linen closets and all that stuff. Um, I think I had shared last week um, that I like started going through some tubs of old purses and I put a ton of them on offer up and on uh, Poshmark. So I've been actually selling a lot of that stuff, which is great. Um, but I was like, I love exchanging out my purses, but if they're not conveniently around, I get lazy and I don't tend to do it. And I'll use the same purse for like a couple months and then I'll switch. So this is like super cute. It'll obviously be linked on our Instagram when we do our flavor of the week post. And it'll also be in the description, but it's basically on like two hangers. So this is going to hang in a closet. So I have it hung in my office closet and it has like four different sized shelves. And then these little like hanging pockets on the side and the pockets, like a purse can just like slide into. So it holds at minimum 10 purses, but some of the pockets are larger. So like smaller clutches, I'm able to kind of put in a couple of them, but it's made it so nice for me to just like organize all my purses and wallets and stuff so that like when I go out, I can easily like, Oh, I want to use this one today. So it was like when we went out Friday night for our anniversary dinner, it was like, I was like, Oh, I'm going to grab a new purse to take tonight where I never would have gone in my linen closet, pulled out the tub, dug for like, I'm just I'm definitely like, if it's not easily accessible, it's never going to get touched. Exactly. So awesome. Yeah. So it was just, I think I had just Google searched like purse organizer or something. And this was one that came up. Um, It was 18 bucks. I didn't say that. Um, And it had like really good ratings and it was like one of the Amazon choice. So I just went with it and it honestly 
is like super cute and I like love the way it has all my bags organized so so fun you need to look into that because I'm the same way I will use the same purse for weeks if not months just because I'm lazy to switch it out yeah but if they're accessible where you can like see them all and easily grab them and interchange them do it you're like way more likely to do it exactly well I definitely need to check that out I need I need that in my life all right All right. Well, thank you for joining us for this episode of the Wine Over Matter podcast. If you don't already, you should join us in our private Facebook group. Just search Club Wine Over Matter and request to join. If you listen on Apple Podcasts or have an iTunes account, please take a moment. Leave us that five-star rate and review. We greatly appreciate it. And if you have Spotify, you can even rate us on there now. If you don't already, be sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Wine Over Matter Pod. Thanks again. We will see you at the same time next week with a glass in hand. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.